Hey guys, on this episode of You Can Drop It, Alana is taking questions live from her audience. She's talking about her upcoming diet bet and which workout program she's most excited about after her pregnancy. Let's get into it. this live like the best vibe to start this live i am sitting here in the most gorgeous place ever montecito um we're here for a wedding weekend and a woman just popped out of her car and was like i love you i have your book <laughs> which is so sweet um so i'm very 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 excited and she um looks amazing so i was like well you look amazing so i hope it's uh playing into effect but um i definitely think that she's uh working on it for her last five pounds because she just got the book um but she says she loves it so far and that makes me so happy guys if you see me ever anywhere come out and say hi please um i love connecting with you especially in this like post-covid world where we don't have as many events to hang out if you see me come say hi i'm vaccinated i've had covid I won't hug or kiss you or lick you, but um, definitely come say hi, <laughs> especially if we're outside. Um, I am so excited to do this. I love my kids desperately, but we're not with them for the weekend. And so on a typical occasion, I would not be able to do this on a Sunday morning because it's pancake and getting ready for birthday party time. So now I'm a little more relaxed. I probably slept better last night than I did in a while. So I wanna come on here and answer your questions. James, Marissa, um, love you, thank you. For everyone asking, I burnt myself. So that is this. Oh, um, Kukla said it is the best nutrition program I followed. I'm so happy to hear that. Uh, JoJo's saying come to Ontario, Canada. If I'm coming, it's gotta be sooner rather than later before it gets crazy cold, right? Um, all right, guys, what do you have? Mercy, you guys are amazing. So happy to be on here. Answer any questions you may have. Um, I definitely have some time. I, um, ooh, okay, let's talk about this. So Ellie Tort is asking a really good deep question, so let's dive right in. She's saying she tried to be mindset, but she felt de deprived and hungry without carbs at dinner. Tips. Um, have them try track and see if it works for you if you've watched the to be mindset program videos if you've read my book you can drop it you know that it always comes down to the core four two bunnies it always comes down to that like even with my pregnancy i'm able to keep those core four two bunnies um within those water first veggies most scale the tracker there's no deprivation there's no deprivation isn't worked into it at all it's what you're adding to your life that will help you lose weight feel better eat healthier get better energy get better relationship with food and so forth all the other principles within the 2b mindset are extra credit are to lose the next five pounds to lose the next five pounds you know there's like 40 videos within the program or so forth and I say every video unlocks the next five the next five the next five pounds um, within the book the same thing like the more you like you know read that self-sabotage chapter is like it really just helps deeper deeper your to be mindset and help you lose and lose more weight if one of the principles on how I suggest you outline your dinner makes you feel like less satisfied then by all means add a cup of lentil pasta so if you feel better and I'm sure you will still lose weight and see lots of success so you just have to try track and see what works best for you um, okay next question Ashley Jeanette says I just found out I'm expecting what tips in my tracker I'm not great at analyzing data tips um, okay first of all for everyone pregnant I can't talk about it with too much detail but just so you know 
I literally have every tool you will ever need in the world for a pregnancy. Um, so it's coming out soon. Can't talk too much about it, but there's nothing like this that exists. And I'm so excited that I've created something so wonderful and special that could be so useful to so many pregnant people. Because from my perspective, when I, I wish I had all that information seven years ago when I got pregnant with my daughter and didn't have it. So, um, that is coming your way very soon. Okay. Um, D Holtzman says, not sure why, but water on an empty stomach makes me nauseous. Any advice on how to get my water in? You always want to have water first, first thing in the morning. If it's making you nauseous, it's probably because you're chugging. It's probably because it's too cold. Um, it's probably because it's too much. But you want to get into the habit where you're drinking water first, first thing in the morning, before your coffee, before your espresso before your anything. So you have to get into the habit of drinking water. And I'm going to use that word habit because it really is a habit. If you're not in the habit, then when you start with it, it might seem nauseous, but it comes to the point where like first thing in the morning, it's you crave it and you want to get to that point. You want to get to the point where you actually crave water. And before you eat, you actually crave drinking water first and it becomes muscle memory and a habit because that makes weight maintenance and energy and feeling just overall hydrated for the rest of your life so much easier to sustain um so i don't want you to feel nauseous but again it's probably because you're going after too much too cold um and too quick so i recommend sipping 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 slowly sipping um lukewarm temperature might be easier and don't like chug to the point where you're feeling nauseous there's no point in doing that um but actually water first thing in the morning could help pe most people feel less nauseous especially those who are expecting um okay sweet davy says how do i break the cycle of doing so well with nutrition and workouts but on the weekends when going out i feel like all my hard work turns into bloat and the scale increases okay this is a question i get all the time how not to blow it on the weekends which is so appropriate because we are in the heart of the weekend right now. Um, okay. So first off, oh God, I have so many tips on this. Okay. So first off, I have an awesome video. If you want to like take notes to it that I'm in full comprehension and prepared for and literally gave my best tips for not for like losing weight on the weekends or just not blowing it on the weekends. There is a great video on beach body on demand within the mindset membership of how to like it's not called how to kick ass on the weekends, but it's typically, it's pretty much that. It's like how to not gain weight on the weekends, how to continue to lose weight on the weekends. And it's nine amazing tips that I really prepared for and like compiled and take notes on it because each one is amazing. Um, so that, watch that. Uh, a couple of other tips that might be within the video and then throughout. One is my best tip. I, one of my best tips on the weekend thing is I meal prep on Thursday nights. I know that sounds crazy, but I'm not one of those Sunday night people. Sundays are crazy for me typically, but Thursday nights, I actually like really think about like getting my food together. So a lot of people plan for the week. I find like Monday to Thursday isn't as hard as Friday to Sunday um, with my life and schedule. So I'm actually more interested in making sure my fridge is full of veggies and maybe like some like already cooked spaghetti squash and like already hard boiled eggs and stuff like that on Thursday night so that I have quick grabs when my kids are eating pizza and ice cream at a birthday party and I feel like I can like make myself a quick meal. So 
I definitely recommend thinking on Thursday nights about your plan going into the weekend. Um, like this weekend, I'm at a wedding. It is really hard because we're having rehearsal dinners and all these like heavy meals late at night. And so I do kind of like um, reverse engineer my eating. Like first thing in the morning, I typically eat a really hearty breakfast, but like I'm still full from dinner last night. So I'm going to kind of hold off because I know that the wedding is going to be the same way. So I'm going to try to have my breakfast maybe like around 10 a.m. So it kind of makes sense. Um, so you have to kind of plan ahead and make it work for you uh, and your weekend schedule and definitely prep snackable veggies and all the things. Um, another amazing way to not blow it on the weekends, I got to say, is my diet bet. Um, so if you don't know what that is, oh, Rebecca just said she lost 6.6 .6 pounds. Amazing. Um, if you don't know what my diet bet is, it is amazing. If you've never participated in it, it's such a useful tool. I'm going to just keep saying that over and over again. The diet bet is a useful, useful tool for someone who self-sabotages or someone who's like on and off with their nutrition. Like they're really good Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday, and they just blow it Thursday night and Friday night on pizza and wine and all those things. This is an incredible, incredible way to stay consistent. So what it is, I started doing them like maybe two years ago and I realized that I give people so many tools within my book, within my program. Like I, if you want weight loss advice that's simple, sensible and sustainable, I promise I have it out there for you. Within my podcast, like so many good nooks and crannies and tips and habit choices and proven effective ways to lose weight happily and keep it off for good. But then why don't people keep it up? And I realize it's accountability. It's accountability. It's a sense of urgency. It's a sense of believing in yourself. It's a sense of incentive. Like if you don't have any events coming up, like what's the incentive to actually drop the weight now? People keep kicking the can down the road, right? Like, oh, I'll lose weight next year. I'll lose weight by, you know, I'll lose weight by the time I hit my 45th birthday or my 50th birthday or my 30th birthday or whatever it is, or when I get engaged or all this stuff. Um, but it doesn't work that way. The longer you wait, the harder it gets. So you need that sense of urgency in order to actually get it done, in order to be like, I don't need that second bite of pizza. Even though my spouse has ordered the fries, I'm going to get the salad. Even though everyone else is drinking alcohol, like I'm going to keep it to, you know, vodka seltzer or even just go stat like with pure water tonight because I'm on a goal. It takes so much sacrifice and discipline to actually lose weight because we're not living in a society where everyone else is maintaining their weight and we're trying to lose weight. We're living in a society where most people are gaining weight in America. Like we live in a very like obesity prone society where over two thirds of America are overweight or obese and our food is so decadent and our eating opportunities are constant and our drinking opportunity it's so much so if you're going to try to lose weight it does take an immense amount of discipline planning ahead being organized feeling like you have motivation it does it and it's great and it's incredibly rewarding and you should celebrate that and own it because it's amazing when you accomplish it and i can't wait to get back into weight loss mode and, and exercise that sense of discipline and organization but you need incentive you need reward you need support and that's what my diet bets like offer people. It's a $35 bet that you give to yourself as a useful reminder that you're on a path towards something. So if someone says, oh honey, like let's order pizza tonight, which would cost $35 anyway, you say, no, I'm on path. I'm on my route to losing this weight. I, if I lose 4% of my body weight, I win this diet bet. I get the, you know, the trophy uh, emoji that you won, but you also win all your money back and you get extra money in the process. So it gives you that sense of reward, that sense of incentive. And honestly, like just that thing to say to people to shut them down, you know, it's really interesting because I 
I'm pregnant now, obviously, and I'm like kind of loving that there's no pressure to drink. I know it sounds weird. I think with my other pregnancies, I missed drinking alcohol, but this pregnancy, I'm like loving not drinking alcohol. Like, I love that like no one's offering me drinks. Like, it's kind of nice. Like, I'm just, I get to sleep better. I get to save those calories for maybe a bite of chocolate cake or like whatever it is. I just, I don't really miss drinking this time around at all. And I love that like I have no pressure to drink at all. And it's like such an easy like excuse type of thing. Like it's just a, an easy shutdown. And that's like what the diet is. It's like sometimes you just need to like shut other food pushers down and like just make it easier for you. And people are like, oh, let's order pizza. Or like, oh, let's meet for ice cream. It's just easier to be like, oh no, like I'm kind of doing this weight loss challenge thing. Like let's get our nails done instead let's go on a hike let's go on a walk let's go out get our nails done let me just come over and like bring a cup of coffee and we'll just sit on your couch and hang out um so it just really helps as a useful tool it keeps you on track it keeps you incentivized it keeps you with all the support and i'm going to be going live in there and just offering you more and more support constantly so that's what the diet pet is i really hope you sign up we're starting right after labor day um and that's it okay jessica yeah i love you um Okay, what else, guys? What other questions? Jenny said, I lost 20 pounds so far, but fell off the wagon a little over the summer. I'm motivated to get back into weight loss mode. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. That is what my diet pet's about. That's why I am not starting tomorrow for it. I'm starting the day after Labor Day because even though a lot of us are like, September starting, I'm ready to get it together. We still have a long weekend ahead, like for next weekend. So the summer's really hard. The summer is really hard. A lot of people think that they're going to lose weight in the summer. It's the I've always seen it as the opposite. August is very much like December. It's constant events, it's long weekends. If you are drinking alcohol, the drinking of the alcohol typically starts around noon and it goes till 9 p.m. because it's light till 9 p.m. Our barbecues trail on. Um, there's so many eating opportunities. Like it's, it's just the summer, there's ice cream, there's this, there's long weekends. It's not organized, there's no routine. If you have kids, they're still flopping around. We gotta get into that like fall spirit. I really think the fall is an amazing time to lose weight. Um, if I were you, like obviously I'm pregnant now so I can't do it, but like if I were you, if I, especially if I were a mom or had kids around or a teacher um, or someone who like where the September really does kickstart a sense of routine, I would not miss out on this opportunity to join this diet Um Angie said, I, I heard sacrifice when you said sacrifice. Oh my God, you're a genius. It is a sacrifice to not snack all the time. Yes. When everyone else is snacking all the time, you have to look at it as a sacrifice <laughs> that you don't have to. Um, Kitty Rose Kitty said the daily weight is a game changer for me. I, it's a game changer for me too. I don't know what I would do without, without it. I actually didn't go on the scale this morning. Um, because we ate super late and drink late, like it's just a late, late, late night. Um, but I do love the scale. I think it's an incredibly useful tool. And if I didn't go on the scale throughout even my pregnancies, I think I'd gain 80 pounds, uh, let alone not be able to keep off my 100 pounds when I'm not pregnant. Um, okay, Kimberly Smith said, I do amazing all day and evening, but the cravings kill me at 10 p.m. That's when you should be sleeping, my love. I would get like a sleepy time tea and start getting to sleep at 10.30 p.m. You are not hungry at 10 p.m. at night. Nobody's hungry at 10 p.m. at night unless you're like a, a like a shift worker and your shift is from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Otherwise, I don't think anyone needs to be eating at 10 p.m. I'm just going to say that across the board. If you're not a shift worker, if you're not like 
moving your body and whatever past that, then 10 p.m. is not when you're hungry. 10 p.m. is when you're tired and you're confusing it for hunger. Gotta say it. Um, oh my gosh, the epic uh, Emma says she's down 18 pounds and starting to be, you are epic. And now you're lower weight postpartum than you were before your kids. That is my favorite thing to hear. If you don't think that that inspires me, you are crazy. <laughs> like when I hear you, like all you amazing moms talk about how much weight you've lost with to be mindset postpartum, like that gives me hope. Like obviously this time around, I feel a little more confident that I'll be able to lose my weight just because I've done it. Um, but still like every expecting mom knows that it's like, will I be able to get my body back? Like you have those questions. And when I see how many people within our community have done it with such amazing success, it makes me like not just confident that I could lose my weight postpartum but like excited for it so thank you um I love us and I love our community and I love that we celebrate doing this as a form of self-care because it's such an incredible form of self-care um Cassie Miller thank you so much um I've learned a lot from you it's something you tell yourself what is something you tell this is a good question what's something you tell yourself to make yourself excited about working out when you haven't done it in a while it's a really good question um, do I get excited to work out? Well, if you haven't worked out in a while, it's you're probably not gonna feel excited about it. Um, I like to find workouts that make me feel excited. I'm really excited if you guys know Jennifer Jacobs. Um, she's Beachbody's new super trainer that I've actually known for like two, three years. She has a new program coming out called Job One that's coming out like when hopefully I'll be postpartum that I'm like really excited for because she probably has the sickest body of anyone I've ever seen. Um, in person too, by the way, like even more so. Um, so I'm actually excited to do her program um, because it looks amazing. So I think you have to find a program that kind of gives you that sense of spirit and excitement or an outfit sometimes, like sometimes getting a workout outfit, like you're excited to, you know, wear it or a new water bottle or if it's something like Orange Theory or something that has like points to it that's a gamify or something you're doing with a friend, you know, you definitely, we live in a day and age where I feel like exercise has never been made this exciting, so definitely take advantage. And like yesterday, you know, my husband was like, oh, there's a gym in our hotel. Like, should we work out? And I'm like, no, let's take a walk instead. And we took like a gorgeous walk in an area that we're never in usually. So, you know, you can always find a way to move your body and find it exciting. There's so many ways you can move your body, swimming, dancing, like, so you just have to find something that makes it exciting. Um, okay. Someone's asking, do you recommend to not weight lift or exercise during weight loss. I find everyone, I'm in a, every time I'm in a program and lifting weights, I don't lose any weight, but I have considerable amount of weight to lose. If you have a considerable amount of weight to lose, and every time you're weightlifting, you're not losing weight, then I would recommend that you in particularly, not everyone, do take off lifting weights and focusing on exercise to focus on the food. Um, but this is in your case scenario. Some people are the opposite. Some people, it's like when they work out, they actually get in a routine of wanting to eat better and so forth. But if you in particular have a considerable amount of weight to lose and every time you focus on your exercise, it means that you're probably not focusing enough on your nutrition and you're not losing weight, then do not focus on working out because you have a considerable weight to lose and you have to or want to lose it for your best health and energy and so forth and the exercise will be there once you've lost and dropped a lot of the weight you can then go back into weightlifting in order to maintain and tone and and lengthen and strengthen because you're probably not 
gaining weight while you're lifting weight, but you're not losing. So I would really first focus on the priority, which is if you have a considerable weight to lose, you're going to want to drop it, and you could drop it with food alone, just focusing on the to-be mindset. That will set a baseline of the food you really need to feel energized, to feel great, to feel amazing and strong. And then you'll slowly bring in weight training or exercising to keep your weight down and tone and strengthen and lengthen. Um, but I see that happen with people all the time. They overestimate how much they're burning in their workouts and then they let go of their food and it doesn't work. Um, lifting weights, you're gaining muscle and losing fat. Your scale's gonna go up because you're gaining muscle. Aha, I'm going to debunk that Lizzie. Um, I just did a really great video um, also on Beachbody On Demand about gaining muscle and getting while getting lean. And the dietitians on my team did a really great research. And we found that if you are gaining muscle, this is shocking, okay? This stat was shocking to me, okay? The research shows that if you're gaining muscle and you're a woman um, and you're doing like a weightlifting program or exercise, you can expect to gain one pound of muscle a month. This is if you are an intense weightlifting, like weight gaining, like a strength muscle gaining workout routine, not like you're working out two to three days a week. You can expect to gain one pound of muscle if you are a woman, and I think it's up to two pounds of muscle if you're a man per month. So when people gain like six pounds and they're like, oh, it's muscle, which I've done myself, um, and I'm guilty of myself, it's probably not muscle at that point. It probably is also excess fat from eating more so to compensate for all your workouts. Mind blown. Marishka said mind blown. My, mine too. I've had so many people within my two mindset groups and on these lives say to me, oh, I gained five pounds, but I'm gaining muscle. Unless that was five months and your inches are really going down, it's probably not all muscle. Okay. Um, okay. Is plant-based the way to go? Mm, Plant-focused. But if you're trying to lose weight, vegan is not a weight loss plan at all. I cannot tell you how many people go vegan and they gain weight. It is, if you look at a vegan diet, it is typically much higher in carbohydrates overall, which we do not see as a great weight loss methodology. So if you want to be plant-based or vegan for cultural reasons and spiritual reasons, ethical reasons, that's fine, but you have to. I mean, like, I probably one of the most useful videos I have out there is my 2B Mindset vegan modification video of if you're vegan, how to actually lose weight because it takes strategically setting up your plates. And what's fascinating is so many people who are vegan are are plant-based are typically not veggies most. You know, it's very easy to fall into bread most, pasta most, bean most, avocado most, granola most. Um, and that's not necessarily going to be a weight loss plan. Um, oh, wow. Nick MB31 says, agree, former dietitian and now a physician here. Good for you. Um, for those who don't know, you gotta, if you know a dietitian out there, it's pretty much pre-med. So, uh, good for you. That's amazing. I was physics away from going, from taking my MCATs, but I, I love to focus on the food. Um, Wilk Exponosia, sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, says, since May, I've lost 13 and a half inches on my waist, bust, hips, thighs, and abdomen, but only lost five pounds via the scale. Any insights help? Well, 13 inches across the board is something you can definitely achieve with five pounds weight loss because you're adding up 
and then cheering and cheering and cheering and cheering. And you're probably working out, which is great. Um, inches are, are nice because your waist circumference, the inches around your waist, is a marker for heart disease, um, your waist to hip ratio. So having, so losing inches on your waist is something that will help you achieve better overall health. So I don't want to diminish that at all. Um, but if you are very overweight and you have lots of pounds to lose on the scale, it is something that I do recommend looking at as well because you cannot deny, and anyone on here that wants to deny, like, you're better off just not following me because it, like, we're never gonna be in agreement here because I literally have all the evidence and support to show my side, so I'm not ever gonna likely see your side. Um, but we know that being overweight and obese does put people at a higher risk for so many preventable chronic diseases. And I'm not saying that there aren't genetic components to a lot of these chronic diseases, but heart disease, uh, that is our number one killer in America, is highly preventable. According to the American Heart Association, 80% of heart disease is preventable with lifestyle choices, including achieving a healthier weight. There was a really amazing recent Harvard study that showed um, longevity markers, and one of the top longevity markers is being in a healthy weight range. So if you have weight to lose and you do want that scale to show down, then I do recommend that you are focusing on your food Food, 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 food first, and then exercise and, and muscle inches as an awesome marker of progress and success, but second, um, especially if you're at a high risk of chronic diseases like heart disease and diabetes, it's in your family, it's something your doctor said that you know you should be careful about, your blood pressure is high, your blood sugars are elevated, cholesterol, then you really wanna be focusing on your food. Um, okay. How do you know if you're at your goal weight? That's a great question. Um, everyone's different. Everyone's different. Um, I, you know, everyone's like, oh, don't trust the BMI. And everyone thinks that the body mass index is like a horrible marker and it doesn't make sense for bodybuilders. And everyone loves to show a picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger at his prime when he was pure muscle and he was considered an obese uh, BMI. If you're not a bodybuilder, if you don't look like Arnold Schwarzenegger at your at his prime, if you're sitting for most of the day because you have a desk job or you're just like an average American person who's not working out more than an hour a day, so you could still be working out and BMI be relevant, but like if you're not working out for two to three hours a day, if you're not a personal trainer or a bodybuilder, then BMI is still a pretty good overall general landscape of what weight should you be? And you can definitely be in the overweight weight range and be very, very, very healthy. I'm not saying you have to be in like that healthy weight range. You could have an overweight BMI and be very healthy. But if you have no idea what your goal weight is, then it is a good idea to look at your BMI um, on the chart and see like if you're uh, if you have a BMI of 29, then maybe your goal weight is just to get to a 28 or 27. Um, so it doesn't have to be that your BMI is a 22, but it is something to kind of look at. Um, Yucatan Metsi says, I have no money for exercise training coaches. Okay. Um, you do not, and you say you can't cook. If you have no money and you want to get healthier and you say you can't cook, you, I highly recommend you start learning how to cook because the easiest way to save money and lose weight is to start cooking yourself. Um, hands down getting fast food is expensive. I don't know why people don't realize that, but especially if you have kids, and especially if you're feeding a family of more than one, if you're feeding a family of four, 
even if you're going to McDonald's for dinner, it's going to cost you like 30 bucks. And you literally, for $30, you can make three dinners at home, four dinners at home with frozen bagged veggies from the Great Value brand, um, from the Walmart brand and frozen fish fillets and frozen like um, turkey burger patties or, or just getting ground meat on sale and then mixing it with spices that literally cost zero cents once you stock up on them, garlic powder, onion powder, form patties and literally stick them in the oven you like you can't it doesn't get cheaper than that making your own eggs versus getting like a breakfast sausage patty uh at a even fast food place even mcdonald's even burger king's is so much cheaper at your house if you get a real if you get a big pack of like great value uh whole wheat bread it's literally like i think a dollar 99 for like 48 slices of whole wheat bread it's like crazy the deal and then you can get two cartons of eggs and you can make yourself your own breakfast sandwiches every single morning for probably like 60 cents versus three dollars at mcdonald's you know how much that adds up and then forget like eight dollars at starbucks so if you're complaining that you don't have money to get healthier but you're saying you can't cook i highly recommend like even my cauliflower rice risotto recipe that i showed you you can make entirely in the microwave a bag of frozen cauliflower rice is $1.99 at Trader Joe's with three laughing cow cheese wedges. You're talking a, a veggie side that's $2.50. You add two eggs to that, you're talking like literally a dinner that could be $3, um, which would be so much cheaper. And you can do the whole thing in the microwave. You can make the eggs in the microwave too. So if you complain that you don't have money to get healthy and you're not making food on your own and you're getting food from other places like that's my biggest red flag um because the easiest way to save money and lose weight is making your own food and it does not have to be complicated you literally can make everything in the microwave like you can get the steamable bags of broccoli and just do it in the microwave you can get frozen bags of broccoli and put it in a bowl and, and microwave it and steam it that way or just let it defrost in the fridge overnight and pour marinara sauce on it again super cheap and already you have another veggie side and then you mix that with some ground turkey meat and you have something going so Please, please, please do not use money as a reason that you're not losing weight. It's You just have to plan better and organize better, but you can stretch your dollar like crazy when you lose weight. And the craziest thing is how many people say that when they do my diet bet and they pledge the $35 to lose their weight, not only does it incentivize them and motivate them to lose their weight so they get the $35 back and win more money. So like people typically win like another like seven bucks or like come out of it with like $44 or whatever it is. So not only can you make money doing my diet bet, but it also, people say they like, they save so much money over the month because their friends want to go to pizza or get cocktails or go out and they're like, no, 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 I'm doing this. And you end up just saving money by, you know, making our spaghetti squash crust pizza at home or whatever it is. So really 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 do not let money be the thing and if you want to make money do my diet bet because you can make money doing it um okay all right so i've been on here for 30 minutes i feel like everyone wants to get on with their day i have nothing better to do so i'll probably be storing for you <laughs> the rest of the day um i love you guys so much so much so much i really hope to see you within the diet bet group i am going to be going live exclusively giving tips pushing you ahead because again if you are someone who has been like gaining weight over the summer or just like have had a lack of routine, longer weekends and stuff, this is a really useful tool to help you kind of kickstart that like back to schooling your weight loss mentality and get you like in the mode, in the groove, in the routine of losing the weight and also just setting yourself up with a 
very healthy routine going into this next year. I look at September as like the start of a year. It's the start of the Jewish New Year, like Rosh Hashanah, it's the start of the school year and so forth. But like taking September to kind of set the tone of sacrifice and planning ahead and staying strong-willed and making your own dinners and planning ahead for your weekends will just be a nice way to set the tone through October when Halloween candy starts to come in or Thanksgiving starts to come in. So you really want to set a strong tone going into the fall season and going into this next year so you can at the very least not gain weight this next year. You know, like we have to be strong and strategic to even just not gain an excessive amount of weight this year to even just maintain our weight, if not lose our weight, right? So it really takes a strong sense of planning, control, support, and it's everything I offer you within this really useful, amazing opportunity of my diabetic group starting next week. So I hope you join and I love you so much. Thank you for joining me on this amazing Sunday. Have a great one, everyone. I love you so much. And I'll try to save this um, and upload it to my podcast or anything so you can rewatch it if you came in a little later. Mwah.